to Who Corner to Corner podcast. My name is Jeff and I am one of your hosts and tonight, as always, I am joined by my good friend Paul. Yeah, hi, that's me. I'm the other one of the hosts. Yes, mostly it's two of us, sometimes it's three, yeah, sometimes. Uh, when your uh, daughter Freya joins us. and sometimes The we small have person. The small youth, and sometimes we have guests as well. But tonight, we do. Uh, yes. it's just us. The it's just two, the two of us, Jeff Hall yeah, and I Lonesome. It's God like um, Dr. Evil and Mini-Me. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm not sure I like <laughs> either of those options, frankly, but okay. I'm thinking more like Falcon and Winter Soldier. You know, that's, that's yeah, kind that's, of the level of cool that I thought we were yeah. at. But no... Dr. Evil and Mini-Me. Nice one. Well done, mate. Just the two of us. That's their just thing the that they Just the two of us, mate. Yeah, yeah, maybe aged, older <laughs> Steve and, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, old Steve. His name now. Yeah. What was his name? Steve Rogers. What was the Falcon's name? Sam Wilson. Sam, that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah I knew that. Yeah. Yeah, 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 Sam Wilson. It's been a while. It's been a while. Uh, yeah, that, anyway. that's, our, that's our other podcast. MCU it is, yeah. Corner. So, t- <laughs> tonight is um, a... The first uh, in the series, hopefully a series of uh, episodes. We're doing a series Um, of episodes. We are, Mm. uh, which we're going to call Essential. Essential. uh, Are you just echoing what I say? I'm just echoing what you say. <laughs> and in these <laughs> uh, in these podcasts, we're going to look at different doctors um, mm-hmm. from the from the classic and the new era, and talk about the episodes that we each think are uh, their essential episodes, which yes. can, could be um, you know a bit of a mix, really, of things that we think are their best stories, things that we think are good for new uh, viewers to to jump in on, um, or th- are things that uh, you know. We just love. Um, yes, and, and all of the above. And we might also look, uh, we might do, um, you know, audios as well, and books and comics and stuff as well from time to time, do, do specials on those. So tonight we're going to kick off the essential, I need to essential. add some echo on that, the essential series echo, echo, um, echo. by looking at the 11th Doctor. Because uh, we, yes. um, we haven't given him some any love for a little while. No, um, we haven't talked about him for a little while, have we? No, not God really. Bless. No, no, no Poor real Matt. reason. Um, but uh, so we, we're we're kicking it off with eleven, and we're going to look at um, five of our uh, episodes each that are our, our favourite eleventh Doctor ones, the ones that yes. we think are essential. So a bit like when we did um, one of these before. Let's um, let's alternate the. Uh, the delivery on this, so I'm going to pass it straight. Bit you, bit of me, bit of me, bit of you, bit of me, bit of you. That kind to, of thing, yeah. To me, to me, to you, yeah. To me, so to now you. with the Chuckle Brothers, is that what yeah. you're saying? Yeah. <laughs> you need to aim high, Jeff. Reach that high hanging fruits thing. I, I right. Anyway, okay. That. Yeah. So no, I'm going to um, just, uh, just, just I'm pass this hand. back to you to start oh, with. Oh, cheers, mate. So tell me. What is your? Well, these are they're not in any order, so let's just hear your first. Yeah, they're not in any order. No, no, no. Okay, essential eleven. Right. Okay. So if I was going to suggest to any newcomer um, who wants to get an introduction to the eleventh Doctor, that's Perhaps. where that's kind of what I was thinking, really. Right. Okay. So, so what for stories all of would these, I suggest? Okay, mine are probably more. That's okay. The the it's just my criteria. No, that's fine. Uh, so maybe if someone said to you. I've mm-hmm. just watched uh, House of Dragon, uh, and I think Matt Smith's brilliant, and I'd like oh. to discover more about him. You'd say, don't watch Terminator Genesis. He's only in it for four seconds. Um, is it Terminator Why Genesis? Why would you want to watch that anyway? Well, Arnie's quite good in it, as he always is, but Matt Smith is totally wasted. I haven't watched Morbius. I, I ain't got Morbin time for that. 
<laughs> I do like. Uh, I have no idea what you're talking about. I was, well, uh, it's, it's it's just a, a meme, isn't it? I do like Jared Leto, but um, I'm not sure I want to watch Morbius. Uh, so we're skipping that. Are you finished? Are you done? Po- yeah, I think so. Yeah, I'm just right, planning my okay. planning my yeah. next av- Avatar reference. <laughs> oh, God, he's got it in already. <laughs> Right, before you take over any more valuable airtime talking about James Cameron and other films, I'm going to tell you right now what my first essential 11th Doctor is, and it can only be, really, the 11th hour. I mean, it has to be. I've yeah. looked at all the other stories right from the very start to the very end, and I think that if there is one story which fully gives us the 11th Doctor in in almost complete form it's that first one the 11th hour it is an it is written and performed as a complete showcase for matt smith as the 11th doctor it's written to his strengths it's written for a new doctor you know a new personality a new side to the doctor it's it brings all the energy that matt smith ever brings to this role and then some and it's wrapped up in in a kind of it's i was going to say by the numbers story it kind of is if you looked at the plot on paper it's very much by the numbers right mm. alien presence in earth it's a fugitive something's searching for him then it all kicks off and the doctor's got to resolve it yeah. but in 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 making those things work together we get some weird stuff right we get we get the doctor on a fire engine right <laughs> Clark racing up a ladder to jump in through a window in the top floor of a hospital and then facing off Right, and then giving it the speech, and then all the other faces of the Doctor coming out. Yeah. We get t- t- spaceships that are essentially made of giant eyeballs. Yeah. So we've also got this Clustered kind of weird icicles. surrealist imagery mm. that is that continues throughout pretty much all of the Eleventh Doctor's mm. reign. So you know, if you want an idea of the of the Doctor's character and the way Matt Smith plays him, and the kind of interplay between the the, the characters, for example, so you've got. You've got the Doctor and Rory. You've got the Doctor and Amy. You've got Amy and Rory, yeah. and the sort of comedy between that trio. And you've got um, you've got some of the kind of standard jokes as well. So the the start of um, you know just delete your browser history stuff like that. <laughs> Typical kind of Moffat stuff. Yeah. Then you've got some quite monstrous stuff as well. So you've got the whole Morphe snake head thing. Yeah. You know, which kind of zips around Amy's head as she's sort of looking yeah. at it. And you've got some great Amy Pond moments throughout the throughout the whole thing. Um, so it's, and also it's the, pure eleventh doctor, and the crack in the crack in the wall, crack, crack in the wall. That's well. the other thing; it sets off all of that stuff, mm. doesn't it? Yeah. There's a few non sequiturs. I think things which may have been intended to be followed through, or at least which were planted in there in case of future developments. Things mm. like there's no ducks in a duck pond, yeah. stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, that doesn't go anywhere, and does it? We've also got as well, actually, just thinking about that, we've got almost like the quintessential Doctor Who strange village or strange town, isolated mm. town. You know, yeah. slightly cut off, slightly Le- bizarre. Ledworth. Yeah, Ledworth. That's yeah. it. You know, the sort of town, the sort of village that we had in like the Android Invasion. For example, or or the demons, yeah. right? Um, with the you know the the jumper we adventure, yeah. and and it, and it pulls a lot of that stuff, and it, it glues the classic series to the new series. Yeah. So I I think you cannot watch the Eleventh Doctor, any Eleventh Doctor story without dipping into the Eleventh Hour. Oh, case case fish, closed. 
fish fingers and custard as well. Oh, uh, God, yeah, you're right as well. Which, which is and that so whole like, time hoppy thing, yeah, right? Yeah. The whole well, Amelia Pond, Amy Pond, yeah. you know, years later, the doctor disappears for what he thinks is just a few minutes, few comes seconds, back yeah. 20 years later or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. I was going to put uh, 11th Hour as, as one of my mm. uh, episodes, and, and perhaps I still can for, for many of the same reasons. This episode... Um, out of all of the, the regeneration stories, uh, this is one. Um, this is this a, is a, one. This, this is, is one indeed of those. one. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, it's a cracker because the Christmas evasion is a lot of fun with Tenant's Doctor, but he spends mm. most of the episode in, in bed. Yeah, so, exactly. So this, yeah, yeah, good point. Uh, this one, mm. you know, eleven is you know straight off the bat running into things. And it is a great introduction, and, and to be honest, so is um, twelve and thirteen's regens. Mm. And that's not saying that tens isn't, but like I said, he's in bed for most of it. So this is you know straight in, and Moffat comes in. It's his era of the show. He sets up his uh, stool, his his camp, whatever. Uh, you know, it, it's a little bit uh, darker. It's a little bit more fairy tale. It's a mm. lot more timey wimey hopping around. You know, making that a kind of function and and uh, you know. Uh, featured yep. element of the show in, mm. in a way really that, that wasn't kind of done no, before no, no. You know. well, it's, it's, it's the heart of Amy Pond's kind of um, semi-trauma isn't it in a yes. way it's the heart of what drives her and well, yeah, has made her be the person she is yeah, now because everyone thought she was crackers talking about you know uh, the raggedy raggedy man, man. Ra- raggedy doctor yeah, yeah. and you know like mm. you said he, he was gone for years but but he thought it was a few minutes oh um, and that's another thing actually that kind of archetype if you like you know when when i, th- I think the, the the doctors you know he he really becomes a, 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 an archetype within within that story you know like a, like a you know like like ten, the 10th doctor's you know, the tenth Doctor became Time Lord Victorious, yeah. the angry eternal soul. You know, at the, coming close to the point where he can wreak vengeance. Yeah. And with 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 the with the eleventh Doctor, this is the start of of, of a very different kind of personality for yeah. it. You know, the the, the sort of um, that is almost like the fool in fiction. You know, yes. the fool who's actually really clever, like like King Lear's fool. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he's, he's kind of just just making loads of loads of quips, loads of jokes, but he actually knows more about what's going on than anybody else yeah. in in the whole story. And he, he is, you know, uh, as to be expected from Moffat, you know, quite a bit mm. darker, uh, you know, in 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 places. Um, and yes, and, but but overall, you know, as they all are, really, you know quite sort of upbeat cheerful but like but like mm. you said he's, he's that kind of fool uh character in many ways that the walk and the you know the floppy hair and you know he's hyperactive and all that um so yeah i, I think this is this is a great uh, episode great regen story um and, and like i said it sets up so much of moffat stuff you know you you get the crack in the uh, the wall uh, which is an arc that plays out um across uh series uh it's just to the end of series five. I can't remember now, to be honest. Um, but, and you know, you've got things like, um, you know, the the house has got. Yes, it is series five. Yeah, t- I'd t- think t- about it. Yeah, 
Uh, so my house, eyes were going there thinking. Yes, calculating. I'll add some uh, cogs noises, cogs work. Um, you know, there's just little things like you said, like the ducks. Mm. There's no ducks in the pond, and the house has got uh, is it three three floors outside and two inside? Oh yes, yes, yes. There's, the um, there's, there's something a bit weird about it. You know, the perception filter, perception filter on it. You know, so there's a lot of you know more kind of using you know time and space and stuff like that mm. as a kind of you know a- aspect within in the show so yeah I, i'm going to go with the 11th hour as well it's it's a brilliant first uh, that one can go in the tin that's ding ding that's in ding ding have you got a tin we, we uh, should get a tin no. let's get a yeah, tin we could the 11th do, yeah. hour goes in yep. yeah cool all right what's next jeff Okay, I'm going to go with um, The Time of Angels and Flesh and Stone. Um, I was going to go with that one. <laughs> <laughs> That's on my so list. This is, um, it, it's a two-parter, but, you know, it's it's one episode, so this is only counting yeah, as one. Yeah, it's one story. Here. Yeah, so this is mm. this was the first stuff that Matt and Karen shot for Who. I know, um, it's mad, and, isn't it? And, you know, when and they're you see so it, good, isn't it? They're so good. Um, any, any nervousness they might have had, you know, not, not obvious at all. Um, not and, obvious and, at all. They go into this episode, uh, this two-parter. They they answer uh, a distress call, don't they? And they go and investigate mm. a ship uh, and and get tangled up with River Song for the, for the first, but certainly not the last time in uh, the Eleventh Doctor's run. So quickly, Eleventh uh, Doctor uh, uh, River Song was someone that the Tenth Doctor met at the end of her timeline. Uh, and we were all kind of intrigued, weren't we? Yeah. As to who she really was and yes. what her connection there, was with the Doctor. Lots of hints about things mm. and, a, and a past between them, well, her past and his future. Um, and then she has a lot of time with the 11th Doctor uh, throughout his, his era. Um, but this two-parter is really... Well, it's a Weeping Angels story. They, mm. they discover the Weeping Angels are um, in, inside a... It's, it's, I can't remember if it's on the ship or in the case. I watched it not all that long ago. Um, it's kind of both. I think they're, they're in. Yeah, yeah, they're in the catacombs, aren't they? That, they're, they're, yeah, they're kind of. They're, I mean, I think they are literally entombed. Yeah, uh, they they've lost their form, and yeah, as the, the and and the spaceship that has kind of crashed into it upside mm. down. That's right, and yeah. and it's kind of it's feeding the angels. It's given their their form back. It's given yes. them some some. Food kind of uh, go after, and particularly the first part of this one is a, is a really mm. really good kind of action it's, thriller. It's you know, amazing. It's such a good Doctor Who story. They're trapped in the in the catacombs, mm. the caves, and you know these these creatures that uh, you know basically can't be defeated are, are coming after them. You know if you don't know uh, the Weeping Angels. There's, they look like stone angel statues, and if you blink, they move. Um, mm. And so, if you stare at them, they don't move, and you can kind of back out of the room, um, which is hard in a cave. Um, <laughs> and uh, if they touch you, if you blink, and then they get hold of you, they transport you back in time, taking your essentially life essence as their energy to to feed off, and sending you back, you know, whenever hundreds of years, fifty years, whatever. Um, it's that that difference, isn't it? That that sort of potential difference between. You know the life you would have had. Yeah, now gone some kind of weird sciencey winesy sort of yes, nonsense so thing that could sound reasonably it. credible, yeah, but, but probably doesn't if you interrogate <laughs> yeah, it too yeah. closely. But what's the fun in that? Um, exactly. And it's it's so tense. And there's there's a bit where Amy is in a like it's not a, it's like a science lab type thing, and an angel's on the on the screen there that she's she's mm. had to watch. 
and she can't blink and um she she it starts to move doesn't it and, and it starts coming out the screen coming out of the this, telly you know, the telly is, screen this is Moffat, yeah. Moffat taking his uh creation that appeared mm. in series three of who um and and kind of expanding on its powers you know and moving and, it on you know yeah, a, yeah, a, yeah. an image of an angel is an angel and, and yeah. we see that again in um village of the angels with the 13th mm. doctor where it's made up of, of um you know charcoal you know on paper that's right a drawing like on a piece of paper yeah she you know. tears up throws in the fire and then it kind of reconstitutes itself yeah. out of the flames doesn't yeah, it when, it when it all starts kicking off yeah Brilliant. um and such uh, a good monster the weeping angels they they are really really clever um mm. and i i'm oh the the cliffhanger at the end of episode one here part one is is uh, Matt's doctor had a lot of great kind of speech moments during his run and uh, mm. you know he's he's commanding and confident and um you know I won't spoil it but if if you know the episode you'll know the bit I mean um but you know don't put him in in a trap um, <laughs> that's a great speech yeah, which again so is good. is another kind of signature Moffat yeah device isn't it isn't yes. it well, i think yeah and I, it shows think, his his cleverness you know they think they've outsmarted yeah, yeah, yeah. him yeah. you know he's he's got the way out um, mm. and now i remember when this episode went out mm. there's the bit where does, does amy start getting like sawdust or dust or something coming out of yeah, her yeah. eye yeah stone stone That's dust it. oh and her, she gets a count, countdown in her eye doesn't she see now this is where the whole don't blink thing is inverted isn't it because yeah. she has to keep her eyes shut she yeah. opens her eyes then the countdown continues yeah so she yeah. has to keep her eyes shut to kind of keep her life going as yeah. as, as long as possible or and, stop whatever you know, doom is going to happen yeah. to her and the way you're right the way that tension builds yeah so it's, it's, it's really good and and i remember She's sitting down in the woods, the woods that are on the mm. ship, and the doctor leaves her there, and then he, he immediately comes back. Oh, yes, he, yes, 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 yes. He yeah. puts his hands on her face or her shoulders or something, mm. and his, his jacket is missing, his tweed jacket. And I remember thinking, uh, talking about it with, with a couple of friends at the time, this was mm. sort of pre-internet days in, in some ways, you know, in terms of, like, Twitter and forums and stuff, you know, being active on them. Um, and... I remember saying it, it's got to have been a continuity error. You know, he he walks off and then comes yeah, back, yeah. and you, you yeah. see his his hands uh, in close up, and there's no jacket. Mm. In it. And I thought it's too it's too small of a detail to have been on purpose. Was what I thought. And it, oh, and it really? was a and it was uh, a, um, a continuity wrong. problem. I did think wrong. Uh, mm. and without spoiling anything it, it, that moment comes back into play a bit later which is a bit more of the timey-wimey stuff like I was talking about loads so, yeah, and loads uh, of timey-wimey yeah. stuff yes yeah. lots of it may, may be a bit too much at times um, possibly very possibly yeah, yeah. yeah. I was yeah, just to say for people who are listening not watching Paul has gestured at me as if to say you could be right I did gesture yeah, you could you be did. right Jeff <laughs> Please continue. It's kind of what I was getting at. You know. So yeah, I'm I'm putting this uh, this two parter in as one episode. Time of Angels, Flesh and Stone, episodes four and five from uh, the Eleventh Doctor's first series. I think yeah, I I would totally uh, totally one hundred percent agree with that one. Then I think it's um, I think it's a good one. Yes, indeed. Um, and like you said, actually, also it's um, it's it's their first story, isn't it? Mm. Matt and Matt and yeah, Karen. the first one they filmed, yeah. Yeah. And they're so they're so good in it. I, I know this is a thing that um, Peter Davison and team did back when they started. They filmed Fort of Doomsday first, 
and then went back to film the regeneration episode yeah. Castrovalva. So so Peter Davison had more time to spend yeah. playing the Doctor a and bit further on yeah, and then good, came back really. and sort yeah. of made, got his Doctor to that point if you mm. like you know yeah. so it, it didn't come across as all completely fresh and of course they you know the the, the crew know the chemistry that by yes. then so when it goes back to their first story they can kind of play in it a little bit yeah. more and I think yeah. you can see similar things going on here so it's yeah, yeah it's, it's a cracker it is actually I have to say that uh, Flesh and Stone is is my favourite of all the 11th Doctor stories I, that that two-parter is, is just astonishing so good that I think I'm going to watch it again tonight because it, yeah. it's at least six months since I last saw it also it's it, got it, it is great so music in it as well it is mm. really kind of uh, it like is thumping yeah. kind of the, the imagery and the music. scale of yeah mm. it is and th that's something else actually you, you know when we move from the 10th Doctor to the 11th the it's it's quite a big adjustment, you know, in terms of the the visuals and the Doctor mm. looks different and the whole feel of the show is that you know we get that new opening with a kind of smoky, spooky yeah. time tunnel with all the clouds and the lightning going around and and the music is much more ponderous and somber and yeah. kind of you know it's it's, it's not as bold and brassy and no. bombastic as previously. So I think actually having Murray Gold's music continue through from the 10th to the 11th Doctor actually maybe retains a bit of comfort, a bit of familiarity, yeah. even though the themes are different and that you know there's a lot more strings it seems and there's a lot more sweeping kind of you know, um, individual themes. Mm. You know, Murray's goal seems to do a lot more on that than he did with the tenth, perhaps. Yeah, do you know? I, I must say, I think the eleventh Doctor's theme is is one of the best pieces it's of music. Really good. Uh, yeah, it's yeah. such a banging kind of exciting really theme. Yeah, and, it is. And the tenth Doctor has a theme, and, and so does the twelfth. And I like twelves because it's kind of electronic. Oh, I like twelves a lot. Yeah, that really is, is another level. I think. But. Yeah, <laughs> it, 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 it probably is. It's very but, angry. I think it depends if it's you very like determined. Elevens is a bit more sort of string based mm. and a bit more whimsical, and le and twelves is more electronic and it's kind of angry, mm. like you say, um, and and it's a kind of brooding, kind of thumping uh, piece. And I and I ten does have a theme, but it, it just I just don't remember it. I can't remember it, actually. No. Whereas um, I've got the 11th Doctor going round yeah. my head right now, talking yeah, about uh, it, exactly. so it's very also, memorable. Um, all the sort of variations on it, like the, the kind of um, western-y cowboy tinge. Yeah, yeah, in, yeah, and pull it, pull it down. Yeah, yeah. and, and, and uh, they can build it up into a yes. full orchestral wall of sound at, yeah. at some point. It's, so. it's a and this, great is, I think this is... No, it's not quite where we first hear it, because we do hear it in the 11th hour, isn't it? Yes, we do. But I think the way it sort of swells triumphantly in this mm. one at the end, when you said putting a doctor in a trap, yeah. when it comes in there is is astonishingly good. Yeah, it's, so, it's, yes, it's, yes, yes. Goosebump inducing. Mm, mm. So, yeah, that's my uh, second essential uh, 11th okay. doctor. Back to you. Okay, right. So I'm going to go for one, which is, which is way, 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 way more low-key. Than, than either of those two stories we've talked about mm -hmm. and features um, a guest star who some people are not massive fans on but I think in this story he comes across pretty well actually and it's, uh, it's, it's James Corden's turn in The Lodger which I really like this story. I, I think it's a good one. And I think and the reason I kind of chose it for this is because it's, um, it's a story that we haven't really seen the Doctor do before. And it's just, 
iconically an 11th Doctor story, and it's ba- mm. which is weird because it's based on a comic strip yeah. um, that was written for DWM featuring the 10th Doctor. Mm. And I thought, you know, and I remember reading that, I think, well, this is a bit weird. Don't, sure, not sure if it quite works, but it's an in- entertaining diversion. And when I saw the story on TV, right, with Matt Smith's 11th Doctor, and even the chemistry with James Corden in it as well, it's it's... I mean, it's it's great. I love it. I mean, it is it is outright played for laughs for yeah. for much of it. And you know, James Corden's a, a, a good a, a good comic actor. Matt Smith is kind of owning his own space in there, really. Mm-hmm. And it's full of great moments. And it's like, and it, and it's it's the Doctor dabbling at being a human, right? Yeah. He doesn't have his power strips away from him or, or, or anything like that. He's, he's not quite in John Smith, um, human nature, family, blood territory. But he's but he's trying the best to live a normal life because he has to for yeah. the purpose of this story, right? So he, he, he shacks up with Craig and his girlfriend and, uh, and just completely upends Craig's <laughs> life. Craig's nice, comfortable, cosy life where he didn't have to do anything much. He wasn't particularly going anywhere. Had everything kind of where it needed to be. And it was just... Yeah, it, it it just I mean it's and the doctor is better at everything yeah. than him, which is which is like every, anybody's worst nightmare. You know, you suddenly got this mate who you kind of like, and he hasn't you haven't introduced this mate to all your other mates. But when you do, suddenly all your mates like like this guy yeah. more than they like you. Yeah. They laugh at his jokes where nobody laughs at my jokes, right? And they, <laughs> I'm getting quite personal here, but you know what I mean. And he's 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 better at football. He's yeah. better at everything. He's even he's and it goes further because the doctor. Is even better at Craig's job than Craig will ever be, <laughs> and it's a you know, and it's one of those jobs that you know it's it was he's on a call center or something, it, right? Yeah. Which 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 is it's quite a skillful job. There's mm. you know you've got to have a sort of temperament and a, a sort of strength of character to do that day in day out. I know because I've done it loads. But um, but the doctor is, is having a whale of a time, you know, and he's 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 got he's got orders coming in or whatever it is he's doing, and he's. Oh, it's it's and, and everybody in the office loves him as well, which yeah. <laughs> which is great. But on on the other side of that, we also get the first mention of this kind of social or first sight of this social awkwardness in in the Doctor's character. And here it is played for laughs. I, I think that's the that's the only thing that maybe grates a little bit. Um, you know, you could argue that it's slightly disrespectful of people who are actually socially awkward, mm. and we're having a laugh at the Doctor. We're not really laughing with him, or maybe we are in, in, in some respects. But, you know, when the Doctor tries to go in for the kiss and doesn't quite yeah. get it, and, you know, it's, it's that kind of fish out of water, the, the alien yeah, in uh, modern-day surroundings kind of thing. Yeah, I never sort of thought that it was, uh, you know, particularly sort of deliberately um you know t- t- sort of taking the mick out of people you know who are so no no but it's I- it's played it's played for laughs though isn't it you yeah. know the, it, it's almost like the only reason a doctor is socially awkward isn't it in here is to provide some comedy yeah and I for the story it, it's but i just- so I, th- I think that's potentially troublesome but i think the way it's played and performed in the story is 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 beyond any of that stuff. To yeah. be fair, and and you also know? I think it's it's an alien thing. You know, he, he he's like he's, mm. he's trying to be human here, and he doesn't really know how to do it. So I, that's that's what I was sort of trying to get at. I don't mm. think it mm. was. I think it's you know, passable. You know, uh, under that kind of thing. Um, 
yeah, I think it's quite it's quite interesting you picked this one. I, I did enjoy The Lodger. Uh, James Corden, I must admit, I've never seen Gavin and Stacey. Um, <gasps> so uh, I have really no uh, real idea about him. I, I, you know, I mean, I kind of think he's all right on his talk show. It's quite mad that he went from, you know, Gavin and Stacey and Doctor Who has become a mm. big star in, in the States yeah, and yeah, films yeah. and stuff, and, you know, good, good for him. Um People don't seem to like him all that often, like like you were uh, alluding to. But whatever. Um, but yeah, I like the lodger. That's a good choice. It's it's quite mm. different. It's nice when who does something different. Um, and and let's just forget about the sequel to this episode. <laughs> well, I was, was going to mention actually. I mean, it's it's an it's an attempt to kind of recapture the the chemistry of this one, mm. isn't it? But it, Close, it falls closing time falls yeah. quite way short. I think the only. The, the bit that I there's a, a part I, I enjoy in that story actually closing time, which is where the doctor is in a is in a is working in a department yeah. store, and he's like the the master of the toys, you know, he's the toy demonstrator, and he's yeah. got a badge, and he's really proud of his badge, and and you know it's it's it has its moments, and it's a yeah. nice closure to Craig's story, you know, yes. with the baby and his you know the, the girlfriend kind of thing. So it's 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 good. It's it's all yeah. right, but it's not. It's. A, it, I think the ending sucks big time, which probably is another is another um, facet of of the Eleventh Doctor's stories. So I think cause there's a few of them where the endings. I don't know. Maybe it's just me actually, but either yeah. way, the Lodger is pretty solid, beginning yeah. to end. I'll, I'll give you that. That's actually maybe about this sci-fi. Yeah, there's a good, there's quite a nice sci-fi element in it as well, isn't it? There, so again, it's bit. another one where the the sci-fi in the ordinary world kind of clash yeah, cause he, in, um, an, in an ordinary house. It's, kind it's it's something on the roof, isn't it? There's a hidden uh, spaceship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, there's a roof that doesn't exist. It's yeah, camouflaged, right. camouflaged, um, which again pays off later in. Well, that's not gonna, even in that series. It's another no. series later, isn't it? I think, well, or two. It, even. It's probably probably wasn't planned like that at the time mm. but uh, yes it does pay off in what's going to be my third ah uh, uh, see choice. what you did there yeah see, you think we'd anyone script. think we planned this <laughs> we don't we really uh, don't we haven't apart from a few uh, texts that's about it yeah. what should you do tonight <laughs> oh, i don't know mate what about let's, this yeah that'll do whatever we need content yeah <laughs> let, let's make a new a new series uh, call it essential um, so I'm going to go with. Well, it is a good idea. Go uh, I'm going to go with um, episode one and two from season six, which is the Impossible Astronaut. Damn you, boy! I was going to go for that <laughs> one. Also, I was. Um, God darn it! Day of the moon. I got to think of something else now. So we can oh. still take it. So this is uh, another two-parter, um, and this is this is amongst some of the most epic uh, stuff that Who had done mm. at the time. This is like they oh, filmed yeah, in yeah, yeah. filmed in America in, in um, like Death Death Valley and stuff. Unashamedly so as well, uh, yeah, isn't it? Not, and, you, and know, they, not you know, not this tiny little uh, insert. No. Let's get as much of America in yeah. as we can. And they really went for it. And this was when the show was starting to kind of crack America big time and mm. stuff. Um, and it, it's a, it's a big um, kind of global spanning um, kind of thrillery mystery type thing again with with the it's president conspiracy, and, conspiracy. Thriller, and, and essentially the plot is that um the the doctor um sends invites to um uh, amy and rory river um and a, and uh, a canton delaware actually that's mm. that, that's gonna i'm gonna talk about that in a minute the doctor's friends so remind me of that oh yes but, um, so they get this invite and they go mm. to a place in Utah maybe um, and yep. go and have a picnic and 
an astronaut appears out of the water. Uh, it's another, why not? Because why not? It's, <laughs> it's a bit like the cover of um, a book that they did called Apollo Eleven. There's, there's, some, there's a there's a novel, an Eleventh Doctor novel, where the front cover was an astronaut coming out oh, of the water. Oh, okay. So I don't know yeah. where Moffat got that visual. Kind Is of, this before? It, it came out before, I think. Yeah. yeah. Um, but the the astronaut comes out and it and it shoots the Doctor and he he starts to regenerate and mm. he, he's. Um, uh, you know, he, he seemingly dies, doesn't he? Um, and um, I remember the front cover of Doctor Who magazine at the time. Yeah, they had yeah, four, yeah. four separate covers: the Doctor, mm. Amy, Rory, and River. And it was one of these four is going to die. And uh, I remember thinking it's probably going to be Rory, isn't it? You know, I never expected that. <laughs> you were hoping it was going to be Rory. Well, <laughs> well, yeah, I never expected it would be. <laughs> the thing the is, Rory had already died twice in the in yeah, the last series. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, it's not like a big deal. <laughs> yeah, couldn't trust any of that. So mm. the it transpires that the the people have been invited there by the Doctor to um, kind of you know investigate all of this and and whatnot, and we discover that there's a race of um, aliens living on earth who've been here for for ages um, forever forever mm. called the silence uh, big kind of bald uh, scream mask type faced aliens in in black mm. suits like men in black and when you see them it's a little bit weeping angels on on steroids and, and inverse. <laughs> but when you see them you uh, you forget uh, uh, you know immediately that you've seen them so they start putting the um one, two, three, four, you know, line scratch. Oh, yeah, the yeah, matchstick you know, lines. So mm. they, they're, they're looking at their arms and they're like, you know, there's, there's hundreds of them. That's how many we've seen, you know, but we've forgotten. Um, and it and it turns out that, um, you know, they've kind of taken over Earth and are living here, but we, we don't know that because we mm. always forget. Um, and the Doctor, uh, it's been a little while since I've watched this one, but the Doctor ends up trapped in a, in a sort of inescapable prison and he's growing mm. a massive beard and um, uh, he ends up using the the moon landing uh, uh, to um, televise about the silence to, to people um, and there's a and we discover a bit more about the um, astronaut suit don't we and, and it, it was sent <laughs> to kill the doctor and then at the end of the episode we see a little girl in a street in New York regenerating uh, mm. and, and it's just in, it's, mad, it's mad there's so much going on in it but it, it's a great uh, you know conspiracy thriller type piece um, really like I said epic and the silence are another uh, Moffat genius mm. uh, creation who uh, were not as good when they finished uh, their time on the show sadly for me um, but here they are awesome they're, they're, they're in full force there. I think also um, the second part of that story which is called Day of the Moon if memory yeah. serves yes. is 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 really really creepy mm. uh, which is another I think signature of, of the 11th Doctor yeah. where the scares are kind of ramped up to 11 yeah. you might say is that a bit where they, they kind of track is it, oh, I can't remember what it is now they're, they're tracking they're, they're tracking a girl down aren't they well, they're yes. tracking the suits it's the suit and they, they? And, they, and they come to this house which clearly some bad stuff yeah. had happened in the past and there's all kind of memories of it and it's full of dread that's, and that's atmosphere right, yeah. and darkness it, and shadows yeah. and they see oh that's right and they see the suit and then mm. inside the suit is this little girl who's the yeah. same girl who regenerates we at the end, the end of yeah. the episode and you think right. what What's and it's, it's on? one of the, the whole two part is one of those stories and I, I, I seem to remember Stephen Moffat saying in an interview that it is 
kind of written for the fans in a way mm. right it's it's de- it was a deliberately complex story that deliberately wasn't going to pay it wasn't going to pay off right at that point which would ask a lot more questions that would then be raised a lot yeah. further on so it's it's and kind of written for those of us who enjoy the the, mm. the long the slow burn yeah. Almost, you know, the fact that yeah, let's have a really terrific, epic setup, yeah. and then see how it develops. And and I enjoy that sort of storytelling um, when it when it pays off well. You know, did it always? <laughs> I'm not sure. it's, it's <laughs> That's like, the other thing, isn't it? Yeah, did know, it but, pay off? But you know, when you have that mm. fun with with the setup and the the wonder, it's a lot of fun. And, yeah, you know, and yeah. and unless the payoff is you know a total flop. Uh, mm. You know, I can kind of look at past it. Like, I used to look watch uh, Alias uh, with Jennifer Garner. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. It's, I, it's I, I got really, quite far into that. Yeah, it's it's a great kind of spy adventure mm. action thriller type thing, and it often had um, you know these kind of mystery things, a bit like Lost, which was also a JJ. That's right. Thing. Yeah, another JJ Abrams, yeah. which went on and on and on yes. and on and, and on. And the problem and on. with a lot of that stuff was. Here's a really cool idea. Mm. What happens at the end? What's the re- resolution? Don't know. Uh, let's just figure it out. But here's another bunch of questions. Here's, here's another mystery to keep you keep you going. And, and watching it, I was like, <laughs> oh, this, this, oh, could it be this? Could it be that? Oh no, yeah. you know. And Alias had some of the best cliffhangers I've seen in in uh, mm. uh, in a show. Yeah, I'd agree actually. But I yeah. remember the at the end of series two, mm. <laughs> it's 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 going along. The the kind of main stuff is is. Getting resolved. God, serious to evaluate. And, yeah. and then suddenly, I think it jumps a, a year later, and then you you know you get something, and it's a, and it's a cliffhanger, and you're a bit like what? And it was almost like Abrams was writing, and he thought, yeah, shit, I've only got two pages left in in the script. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, flash forward a year, and you know, and it was a bit. And then, and then we'll explain what happened in that year later yeah, on. Yeah, we'll explain it later. Yeah. Mm, so yeah. Uh, some of Moffat's stuff was a bit like. Uh, you know, genius setup that didn't quite pay off, and like I said, I was a bit disappointed by the uh, silence in the end when they were just sort mm. of no real. But they're so powerful and enigmatic here, and then at the end they were just sort of essentially like bodyguard type things. Yeah, for, yeah, yeah. For, another, yeah. For, for a church, and I was a bit. Like, and they weren't really evil either, were they? If no, I remember, they were. They were just it, kind of. Yeah, just, and just. Just working towards an agenda that at times didn't align with our own, if you like, or wasn't yes. always in our best interest. Yeah, and I and think. now I think about it, I wonder if like uh, maybe it was supposed to be something else yeah. at that point, but they couldn't afford to do it, so they just had to, <laughs> to you know, or maybe just like, ran out of story time. Well, well all that, like, or, oh, a, actually, a bit like yeah. um, the Doctor's Wife, which, mm. which is another uh, excellent episode with uh, Matt Smith's Doctor, where there's a green-eyed ood in it. And um, Neil Gaiman wanted another creature, special, something specially mm. done, and they were like, "We can't afford it. Yeah, you'll have, yeah, to, you'll have yeah. to have a nude." So that's why there was a nude in it. Um, but yeah, the this, this silence two part here, fantastic. Yeah, so that that's mm. my um, is that my thir- that's my third. That's choice, your isn't it? yes. Yeah, are you keeping track? Because I've, I've done I've, I've done the eleventh hour, the time of the angels, and that one. Oh yeah, that is your number three. Yeah, so yeah. now it's going to be my number. Number three, is it? Four. Four. So this is my fourth one now. Now, this one actually I was kind of and I'm still sort of in two minds, so I'm just I'm just looking at the two stories here, trying to figure out which one I'm I'm gonna go for. And I think Oh, it's a toughie actually, right? But I think actually 
Yeah, it's got to be. It's got to be. It's got to be because it's you know when when we were talking about the eleventh hour, we're talking about the fairy tale aspects of it, mm. and we're talking about Murray Gold's music and you know everything else. I think if you didn't watch any other eleventh Doctor story, but wanted a, a good gist of what what the character was like, what the timey wyminess was like, what the, the 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 kind of crazy surreal atmosphere of certain stories could often be like, then you've got it all packed into this one episode which is a Christmas carol. Hmm? Mm. Which even has um alliterations or you know owes a lot of its genesis to a well-known story. Dickens is Christmas Carol, Christmas Carol, obviously, yeah, you know, obviously. where it's a kind of, um, you know, and, and it's and it's kind of, um, in a way, I look at I look at that aspect of it as being a little bit like the early Tom Baker stories, the the Hinchcliffe Holmes, you know, when they ripped off the Mummy mm, and Frankenstein mm. and everything else. That was, you know, those Hammerhouse B movies. Well, this is kind of Stephen Moffat ripping off a a classic that everybody knows yeah. to some degree it's embedded within our culture you know we've yeah. we, we i think christmas carol we've all seen it in some form from a cartoon back when we were kids and maybe some of us have read the book when we yeah. get a bit older or watch various adaptations of it. we know the essential story you know a character is visited by elements you know ghosts of his past present and future and then comes to you know change his lifestyle go from being a bad person to a good person yeah. it's that kind of eternal fable yeah. and this Moffat is, um, rips it off brilliantly yeah this is the one with is it Michael Gambon in it it's with Michael uh, Gambon yeah, big guest star again uh, big and, names um, Catherine Jenkins Catherine Jenkins yeah. opera singer yeah, yeah, Fla- yeah. Flying Shark Flying Shark, flying because shark. why yeah. not? Why not? Yeah, uh, yeah. I the Flying this... Shark re reindeer, right? Yeah. <laughs> Which again is is a brilliant inversion, you know, yeah. very playful on the imagery mm. and the, the storytelling. You know, it's it is clearly Stephen Moffat having a great deal of fun, mm. and the actors just eating up the material and just exceeding it. Mm. You know, just just putting on something on screen that keeps you watching. Now I know. A lot of people are not big fans of this story. Perhaps it, it can be a little bit divisive. Is it the best Christmas Doctor Who Christmas episode? Possibly not. But I do think it is a quintessential, a quintessential 11th Doctor story. Everything you need to know about the 11th Doctor is in here. And how he, what's also good, which we haven't mentioned yet actually, is, is how the Doctor takes charge of events. Mm. You know, he's, he's very much a driver in most of his stories in fact probably all of them yes maybe one or two where he's not actually he's kind mm-hmm. of there's, there's one or two stories where he's a victim of circumstances and events that yeah. seem to be have spiraled outside of his control somehow without him being involved in it that and you know when things come come to catch him up maybe things like um you know let's kill hitler and um, um a good man goes to war possibly yeah and the name of the doctor definitely you know yes. he's kind of caught up in things that he yeah, doesn't have yeah. control of but but right here in this story he's in absolute control to yeah. such a degree that he literally controls somebody's life that he changes yeah. their history to make them a different person and he does that purely to stop his friends dying in a catastrophic accident you know That's so you got right, the, yeah. the the whole thing where um, um, you know where Michael Gambon's character will not 
um, was it a switch off a defense shield or, or something? Isn't yeah. it? You know, it's, uh, Amy and Rory are having a, a questionable honeymoon yeah. on a, on a spaceship that is hurtling towards his planet like a gazillion miles an hour, and unless unless this guy, unless Michael Gambon switches off the um, the the, the doodah, they're gonna they're gonna die. And he won't yeah. do it because he's a vindictive old bastard. So yeah. the doctor literally changes his life to make him a better person. And that's where and it's a, just incredible how it's done. It's a very clever bit where. Gambon's watching a film yeah, yeah, watching, of, yeah. of himself when he's, he's yeah, yeah. young. An old, an old on an film old school projector film. Yeah. Mm. And and Matt, say, the doctor says, you know, keep watching. And then I can't, is he going the TARDIS? Or then he, he, he comes down the and chimney. And then he appears he? in the film, right? In the film, yeah. Uh, and, and also I remember it being quite quite moving uh, with, mm. with the Catherine Jenkins plot line to it. Um, and, mm, and she, it is. She's, fro- yeah. she's frozen, and every time she is is uh, unthawed, mm. uh, you know, she's she she like, gets closer to death, doesn't she? Yeah, because she's, she's, she's got, got some seven. uncurable disease. Yeah. So yeah. so that's why she has to be on ice, and yet yeah, and yet that kind of love story sort of grows and grows, doesn't it? You know, mm, in those little yeah. intervals, and and she's only released from stasis for one day a year, and that's it's it, Christmas yeah. Day, and yeah. the doctor just treats them to all kinds of experiences. Yeah. And, I, and 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 another thing as well, this is again why it's quintessential. Um, 11th Doctor because it starts off very kind of rational and reasonable but then over time those experiences get crazier and crazier you know when they're they're, they're having drinks with Marilyn Monroe and Elvis and, yeah, and whatever yeah. isn't it and yeah. you know the, the, and it's just it's just going mental the Doctor's you know getting drunk he's got tequilas in one hand he's got shades on and yeah. just and they're just having a party but you know it's it's such it's so joyous you know when you're getting wrapped up in all that sort of stuff mm, and then mm. like you said you there's a darkness to it you know you, and it kind of hits right at the end and yeah, it is yeah. quite moving and, mm. and Michael Gambon sells it as well there's a lot of close-ups on his face mm. and his eyes you know and even that first bit when he sees the doctor in the in the old film that's been projected on the wall and he, he remembers and there's a, a brief spark of joy and almost a tear in his yeah. eye and it's an extreme close-up almost you know in silhouette and smoky kind of projector um film noir silhouette and it's and, it, and he's and then he sort of questions catches himself and questions why am i feeling this you know why do i remember this you know and and then those memories start to fill him up and you see him ah oh, it's 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 a beautiful beautiful story yeah, and very really dark good. very joyous mm. there's a good romance story at the end of it and 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 again it's it's matt smith the 11th as the 11th doctor just taking control of everything mm. within that you know purely to suit his own ends you know to yeah. save his friends but that's what the doctor does yeah yeah uh, yeah it, yeah it is a really good one. I, I, maybe I'll have to revisit this. And we got giant while. sharks, like you said, giant, bizarre yeah. imagery, yeah. right? A planet that is always, always snowing and you know, always dark. And we got fish. Yeah. The, you know, the atmosphere is so thick that fish can swim in it. Yes, right. That's it. And yeah. and and you get giant, well, not giant sharks. They're just sharks. Sharks are big anyway, right? Yeah. And they're <laughs> swimming in this atmosphere that we're breathing, or that yeah. the, the residents of the the planet are sort of breathing. And it's gaslit as well. So it's like that kind of um old school technology right it's yeah yeah, exactly that that kind of uh, almost like a steampunk kind Mm. of vibe to it which we first saw in the beast below and is carried through here and pops up again in a few other in a few other stories but it it fully kind of encapsulates the spirit of the 11th doctor i think Mm. or the 11th doctor era the star i hate the word era but you know those i don't know what other word i can use really the 11th Doctor's time. His time. Ten, yeah. ten yeah. years ago. Yeah, whatever. You know what I mean. So there you go. 
I'm okay. putting that one in. All right. Um, That's my, my number. Is that my number four? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Number four. Um, a- anyone listening, going. if we've if we've got it wrong, let us know. We can't count. I mean, yeah. we can count, but not when we're under pressure. <laughs> <laughs> so my number four um, is going to be Asylum of the Daleks, which is oh, you uh, bugger. <laughs> uh, so this is no, episode. that was the other one I was thinking of. Actually, I was tossing was up between which one of those it was going to be. Yeah, yeah, because I know what my what my next one is, but it was it was just that one. So if you got asylum, that's cool. Yeah. Well, I, 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 I've my other Although, choice. Was, yeah, go on. My other choice is one we spoke about. Well, was going to be one we spoke about recently. Well, actually, as we've been sitting, mm. I'm going to change my mind on it. Um, <laughs> but. Uh, Asylum of the Daleks is uh, episode one, season seven. Um, Mm. And this is when the Doctor um, kind of reunites with Amy and Rory. They've had a bit of time apart, haven't they? And um, they go to... He gets called by the Daleks, doesn't he, to go to their planet or wherever it is they are. Yes, he does. Uh, And there's this Dalek parliament. And um, uh, we get a load of Daleks in it. And for me, this is a good episode because... Um, we we get the intro of Jenna Coleman's um, Oswin or uh, Clara character as, as she's mm. Oswin Oswald at the moment, um, and I remember it being a, a real shocker because we knew she was coming in as the companion, but this was like ages before she was supposed to appear, and they kept it secret, which was brilliant. Um, but she has this great storyline where uh, she's talking to the Doctor, and they're like it's mm. on screens and intercom and stuff, isn't it? And then later you you discover that she's actually inside a Dalek, and it's a well, that she is a Dalek. She is not a Dalek. that she's inside yeah. a Dalek. That, she, yeah, is she is a, a Dalek. Dalek. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and she's become, uh, and it, and it's quite a sort of weirdly kind of uh, you know heartbreaking um, story. Um, but also there's the stuff going on with with Amy and Rory. She's become a, mm. a fashion. Uh, model uh, doing perfume ads or whatever, um, and which is a bit sort of you know out of nowhere, but whatever. And um, but we discover that she and Rory are uh, in the process of divorcing. Um, yes, and and I remember thinking, well, it's a bit weird, huh? but um, it it became quite affecting when um, you know the the reason for it is is uh, revealed. You know, she, mm. she couldn't have children, and she found it quite. You know, it was quite sad, um, and you know, you sort of sometimes think oh, a show like this, you know, it's spaceships and whatnot, you know, but it does try to tackle in, and have these kind of moments to, mm. to make the characters richer and and you know, more human and and you know, deepen them, and so it, like I said, it might feel a bit kind of you know out there in it, like maybe Graham's you know cancer mm. and and Ryan with his dad in in uh, the series eleven and twelve, but. But I quite like it, and and I think it helps us. It helps make the characters more than just you know a, a companion that runs around and and, and helps. Um, mm. So yeah, I like this this episode. You know, you you got Dalek uh, ice stalks popping out of people's foreheads, and uh, you know you, you've got Daleks like blowing up and stuff. It's it's a great great opening. Yeah, really enjoyed it. So for, so for that, good that's Dalek go for. action, yeah, good mm. Dalek action. Um, and uh, a, a bit of bit of tugging at the heartstrings, um, and some some mystery elements as well. It is a good one. Yes, it is. Okay, so my final eleventh Doctor essential. I think you're going to be surprised when I th- when I throw this one at you. I think because I you think might I... be surprised by my last. Oh really? Choice. Oh, now you're intriguing me, right? But. 
no one would uh, expect Nightmare in Silver. Is that is that what you're going for? <laughs> no. no, shut up. No. <laughs> I've gone for. Uh, is it in a see? I don't know. Is it an essential eleventh Doctor? I think it is. Right. I, it's it's not it's not a story that massively adds to the eleventh Doctor's kind of journey, mm. if you like. In you know in in terms of that sort of epic, you know the journey to Trenzalore and all the stuff that happens in you know time of the Doctor and all, and all the rest of it. It's almost like a, an interlude story, right? But it is so it is so affecting and it's so different and and actually quite unique. And it's not my favourite story, right? I, there's a lot about it that I don't really like, but I think the heart and soul of it is immortal and has never... I don't think any other Doctor Who story has quite treated the idea of mental illness in that way mm. until we saw Vincent, Vincent and the Doctor. And the doctor. Yeah. It is an astonishing story. Mm. It, it really is, on, on every level. I mean, I... I you know, I I studied art history. You know, university. I got got a degree in all that kind of shit. Yeah, yeah and I spent yeah, a lot of time yeah. in the company of uh, Vincent Van Gogh and his life story, and you know, and everything else. And you know, I like to think I I kind of you know know the painter. Obviously, I don't because I wasn't around then. But the chance to actually go back and spend time with 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 somebody like that and and actually kind of understand them in in a way that we never can looking back through history. And understand, you know, the genius and the torment and, you know, everything that Vincent must have been going through. And yet, right, in a, in a light-hearted sci-fi story, mm-hmm. right, in a Richard Curtis script mm-hmm. that is equally full of jokes as it is full of pain and emotion. It's, um, it, it's, it's a really extraordinary script. And you can argue that the monster is, I don't know, was it kind of some sort of chicken-headed thing yeah, it's, it's, that well, it's, may it's, or may not exists i think it does exist it does but but, it, but it's, it's only um, in it's only through a certain perception right and and that's a yeah. sort of play on the you know surrounded by demons kind of thing yeah, that that's, nobody that's else it, can yeah. see and, you know it's it's, and, it's a real yeah. demon mm, mm. so but you know the it's it's i mean i you if you did not watch this story in your run of watching 11th doctor stories you would be missing out yeah. i think it's, I think that's that's why it becomes essential to yeah. my mind. I was going to pick this uh, for my list, but we had a tweet from from someone about it, which I'll mm. come to shortly. Um, oh. it's, it's a superb episode. It's, it's um, the one my wife says is the only episode of Doctor Who she likes. Um, oh, really? Yeah, and uh, <laughs> we we watched it together uh, when we were first uh, first dating. Um, oh, and, really? Uh, I, oh, I remember, yeah. um, you know. <laughs> Was in, in floods of tears at the end of it, and uh, I know oh, that's what you know, I hate about it. Yeah, right. And, uh, but, but, it, but it's 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 so sad, but also so kind of you know uplifting at, at the same time when he mm. you know he, he discovers that uh, you know he will be remembered and, and loved, and and you know, I suppose you know in some ways it's all any of us want, really, isn't it? To, you know, to, for someone to remember you when you you're gone. Mm. Um, and uh, I remember thinking, oh no, I can't, I can't let her uh, you know see me cry <laughs> over this. She's only watching this. <laughs> To, to be to be nice to me, you know. I know. Um, and and um, if I'm honest, I don't think I've mm. I've I haven't sort of deliberately watched it since then, uh, but because it's so difficult to mm. to watch, but because it's so um, emotional. But um, 
is it Channel W or something? They show uh, episodes, oh, don't they? Watch, on, right? Yeah, on Saturday yeah, afternoons yeah, yeah. or something. Yeah. You caught it. Caught, you caught it, it unaware. A few months ago, yeah. yeah. And, uh, Ali said, oh, it's, it's this one, you know. And, and um, we'd, we'd been catching... One. We'd been catching bits of Matt episodes uh, mm. for a little while at, the, at that point, like, and I'd flip through the channels and I'd say to Ethan, my son, "Oh, look, you know, look, here's Doctor Who. It's not a girl, uh, you know." And it's, it's <laughs> like, you know, what? He's he's got black hair. I don't understand. Um, and a big chin. Yeah, but we we ended up catching uh, mm. towards the end of Vincent and the Doctor, and I was watching it, and and I. You know, ended up crying watching it, and um, you know, Ethan said, "Oh, you know, what's the matter?" And I said, "Just very sad, you know." Mm. Uh, and and I think he sort of, you know, I kind of explained it a bit, and I think he understood a little bit, you know. Um, and and he, he's often, uh, you know, moved by stuff. You know, I remember we were watching Lion King once, and um, the animation, and he he said uh, it was it was when um, uh, I can't remember what the the dad's called Mufasa. Mufasa, yeah, when he dies and. Uh, and he he, <gasps> he got all was sort of funny, and and I said, "What's, mm. what's the matter?" And he he said, "He he won't see his dad again, will he?" And um, you know, it, it obviously sort of moved him. Um, and and anyway, so yeah, Vincent the Doctor, it's it's a gorgeous uh, yeah. episode, you know, and and um, it shows to me that uh, it's a, it's another really good example of how um, you know sci-fi and fantasy stuff mm. can tackle uh, you know real emotions and and drama. Mm. Whilst dressing it up and stuff, and it and it makes me think a bit of the Rosa episode, you know, with the Thirteenth Doctor, and I remember mm. thinking with that for for sort of different reasons to this one, but oh wow, this is this is you know an incredible bit of drama and and kind of uh, you know real world stuff mm. at, at mixed up you know with with the sci fi element. So yeah, this, this um, yeah Vincent Doctor, mm. brilliant. It's interesting, actually, because I, I kind of think of... Um, I think you're right with Rosa, but I think also, and to my mind, maybe more so, Demons at the Punjab, yes, which I always too, think actually, has been yeah. quite emotionally eff- effective. Mm, mm. You know, it's... it's the, the, you know, I mean, Rosa's got a tragedy to it, so does Demons, you know, for, yeah. for similar kind of reasons, in a, in a way. And you but know it's, that, um, to my but shame, to, you know, I... Oh, sorry, I was going to say, I didn't know about the politician. Mid-flow. Yeah, Sorry. <laughs> That's right. Mm. I was going to say who interrupts right? people when they're talking. <laughs> Before I forget what I'm talking about, because I'm, I'm on something here, right? No, I forgot it. Now, see what you've done. <laughs> I, was, I was right now. I'm just joking, right? The difference between Vincent and the Doctor, and I think, and those, those other stories, is where it's you know where Rosa and Demons of the Punjab, the kind of drama and the emotion come mm. out of a natural kind of progression of the story. This is where the story is going, and it's kind of you know it's almost like a like a like a like a train engine. It's yeah. on rails. It's going to go down yeah. that way. You know, there's nothing we can do to stop it. The train is running. It's got a good head of steam, and it's and it's going right. Um, whereas with the Vincent and the Doctor episode, I do find the last 10 minutes or so, you know, the really emotional part, which, again, yeah. I can't stop crying at either, yeah. you know. But it's, 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 what, it's what Richard Curtis does. He's, he's a yeah. bastard for this, right? He deliberately, like, builds the tracks so that the train is going to go down that route, right? It might not be quite where the story is going, really, in a way, but he's where he's going to take it, regardless. So he'll, he'll lay the tracks down, and he'll drive that train into that emotion shed straight away. Yeah. And I do find it slightly... 
I, it's almost like you know when you look at a scene and you can see the visual you can see the director kind of framing mm. the shot and all that sort of stuff right it's when i look at this i can see the writer deliberately laying a script in purposefully to make you ball your freaking mm, eyes out mm, mm. and that's it and and he does because Richard Curtis is so good he does manage to retain a kind of credibility to it in or you know sort of veracity to it whereby there is a message to be you know to be to be kind of conveyed so, yeah. through doing that right which is like you said it's, it's the thing about Vincent coming to realize that actually you know his work does mean something to a lot of people you know all all the stuff that he did all the visions he had all the all the emotions he felt all the anger all the sadness everything that was all screaming in his head from day to day it all it all meant something to to people way 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 beyond his lifetime and, yeah, yeah, and in the words of the doctor always will and that's an important message i think to you know, to kind of convey to anybody who might be undergoing anything kind of similar, and you're right for it to to kind of do that in a in a sort of sci-fi setting it is quite unreal. But I do find the whole kind of uh, you know that the way it gets you kind of emotionally bawling your eyes out at it is, and it's probably just me, right? I'm just it's quite cynical with these things, but I, I think yeah. there's an artifice to it that just reaches over through the the kind of fiction you know whereas yeah, i think with, i mean that's that's do you, do you see what i mean i'm making yeah, sense well it, you know it, it bends uh you know reality and, and what happened and, and totally mm. uh you know kind of fictionalizes it whereas in like demons of the punjab for example like you said the the metaphorical train is going the events in that story are a fixed point in time it's going to happen it's going to be split up and you know we are along with the ride and and there's the emotion of that the emotion of the family bit you know stuff going on whereas in this it, yes it is slightly artificial and it, when i watched um once upon a time in hollywood the the mm. uh, dicaprio bad brad pitt film which is a piece of shit um except for uh, <laughs> Um, you mean you don't it, like no, it, Jeff? Is no, that what I, you mean? I, yeah. I, and I tell you why I didn't like it. Um, it. Well, it was weird actually, and I'll get back to uh, Vince and the Doctor in a second. But Brad Pitt is excellent in that film. DiCaprio is is great fun in it. Um, but it's it, it's quite um, long uh, before sort of much happens. And and, and well, we, we need to, to do some film podcast, don't we? Yeah, I think, I think that's what um, we should do. We should and, definitely and our, do that. Yeah. Uh, and I don't want to be sat talking about crap films, though. <laughs> I want to talk about you, good films. Where are you going with that? <laughs> and <laughs> and uh, Ali turned to me and she said, uh, I, f- "I think yeah. they've forgotten the forgotten the plot." Oh and, uh, no, they've forgotten the story. Know, mm. Forgotten story. But my, my yeah, issue with no. it, my issue mm. with it was, is that um, you know the the uh, Manson and, and Charles Tate, uh, y- you know, murders and stuff happened uh, in a very certain way. Um, and in this film, they the mm. Tarantino fictionalizes it completely and basically makes it a kind of sort of happy ending. Yeah. Um, and I remember thinking, I don't agree with that at all. Um, and I, I felt that because they took probably because it was a, a tragedy, you know, and mm. kind of tried to make out like it didn't happen or something you know it was a bit like oh no, I don't like yeah, that words. Yeah. now thinking about what you said there about Vince and the Doctor yes it's, it's totally you know fictionalised what happens and it and it is uh, you know emotionally affecting and, and engaging mm. was it the right 
narrative choice because it bent the truth of history, possibly, but I'm often led by the emotion and it and that's stronger it's, for me. Yeah, yeah, but it's 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 not, not so much pulling Vincent out of time. That that that's not what I'm getting at. Right. It's 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 the whole point of a script written to tug your heartstrings. He does that. He, 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 love oh, actually yeah. for weddings. Well, I, even a, Vicar yeah. of Dibley from time to time. It's, for, it's like you, know. you can you can kind of see, or you know, maybe you can't see because I don't know. But it could Are just you be me. Like I said, I'm but stupid. Yeah, frankly, mate, or dumb as dumb as a plank of wood. Frankly, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean. But no, no. Obviously, obviously, you're not as dumb as a plank of wood. You know, just, just they're, they're much ones. more intelligent. But <laughs> <laughs> just messing with you. I, I don't. Know. I've said it anyway. You know, it's it's yeah. just. No, no. It's, I it's I, a, I find it a point. little bit. It's it. Yeah, it's just. It is. It is the scripting. I think it's just. I just. I can just see Richard Curtis thinking, "What can I do to get mm. the buggers bawling their eyes out?" Yeah, I'll put some of this in. I'll put some of that in, and then I'll make him cry, and I'll. I'll give um. You know, the curator guy, the the art history guy, you know, some really powerful words to say, and he can deliver it with lots of emotion, and and we'll film it in this way as well, and we'll do this, and mm. we'll do that. We'll just literally later on, it's like I'm going to give you a cake, right, and and I'm going to put more and more cream on top of it, and do you know what? That's not enough cream. Let's throw some more at it. Let's do some of this, and blah 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 blah. And when you've eaten your cake, do you know what? Vincent dies anyway. <laughs> so it's like well, okay, cheers, you know. <laughs> Um, so I'm I'm going to um, go on from that mm -hmm. serious go on, uh, stuff and, and bring in my final uh, essential go episode. On. I'm, uh, I'm on tenterhooks. What is it, Jeff? And I'm going to go with um, Cold War. Oh, okay. Because, Interesting. Um, yeah. So Cold War is this essential 11th Doctor? Well, go on. Yeah. It, it, Was it just one you like? Maybe other people <laughs> don't think it's essential. Mm. D DM me about it. Um, uh, it's a gr it's a really good. Uh, that was very fun challenging, wasn't it? Thriller it was. Very uh, yeah. Go on. yeah, yeah. Um, essentially, the Doctor and Clara uh, accidentally end up on a submarine uh, in the Cold War. Hence the title. Mm -hmm. They think they're going mm -hmm. to Vegas to see Elvis, and they don't. Uh, and there's a an ice warrior that's been discovered. Um, yeah, and, and it escapes. Um, and it's sort of. Well, if anyone listens to us regularly, and uh, last week we looked at Orphan Fifty Five, it's a bit like aliens on a submarine. <laughs> um, yeah, in a way, uh, yeah, a little know, bit. And, yeah. and I really enjoyed it. You know, the Ice Warriors are quite a, you know, fearsome-looking uh, mm. creature, and I quite like that. You know, we saw it without the suit, and it was still quite, you know, menacing. It, it puts its, mm. its spindly claw hand on Clara's head at one point, doesn't it? And um, Running through the air oh yeah, the big stuff. the big claw thing comes yeah. down and it's both of them. Yeah, didn't it? Didn't yeah. it lift her up or something? And um, it's kind of, it's uh, kind of like the um, the the bastard child of of uh, what what did you say? Oh, alien. Yeah, mm. may, maybe 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 the thing and the, the hunt thing. for Red October. A bit yeah, of that. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> or das boot uh, or something. And it and it's got um, David uh, Warner David in Warner it as well. Yeah. So sadly, criminally possible. underused, yeah. arguably. Yeah. <gasps> so it's it's. But you know, why not? It's not essential in that it's um, mm. you know, necessarily a great uh, you know um, you know episode. Um, but what it is is fun, and and I like that. 
Mm-hmm. I, I enjoy it. So yeah, that's I'm going to chuck. Is it is it a good showcase it. for the Eleventh Doctor? Do you think of Clara? And... Uh, I, I don't know. It's got an ice warrior and a submarine. Uh, it's know. got an ice warrior. That's, well, there you go. Yeah. What more yeah. do you need than a classic <laughs> yeah. Who villain yeah. and a submarine yeah. with David Warner? Actually, it's got quite a few faces in there, hasn't it? Yeah, I can't remember the name of everybody, but there's, there's a few of them who crop up. Um, yeah, there's a Game of Thrones actor in it as well. Yeah, it's got um, it's got one. One of the guys is from Game of Thrones, I think, in it. Um, yes, 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 yes. Yeah. He's been in quite a lot of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm just going to read out a couple of tweets Go that we in. had um, in response to our post about the essential Eleventh Doctor episodes. Mm. So um, a Mandalorian, uh, which is a great name, uh, who's I at Amanda M eighty eight one zero, who's uh, quite a new follower. Uh, hello, uh, Amanda. Uh, she said, "I agree with what others said. Plus, Vincent and the Doctor uh, may be less essential, ah. but it's a fun one and a favourite of mine." Um, and uh, I'd replied, saying, "How how could I forget that one? Um, updating my list of episodes now, but then I dropped it. Uh, so sorry, Amanda. <laughs> uh, but Paul." took it um, so Ian Banks who's at stuff Ian mm. like says Vincent uh, the girl who waited uh, day of the doctor oh, yeah. mm. uh, dinosaurs on a spaceship um, Vincent especially a man fighting against a monster only he can mm. see as a fantastic metaphor for mental illness and his only victory is that others fight it with him mm-hmm. uh, and then we've got uh, Mike Honor uh, at my corner, uh, there's an awesome novel. Uh, oh, this is not really um, about the the show itself. Uh, such, there's an awesome novel called "Touched by an Angel" by Jonathan Morris, which absolutely oh, could yes. should have been an episode. Yes, uh, mm. a proper weeping angel story, and every doctor needs one of those. Hmm. Um, so, uh, Sophia, who's at Soph Anna Maria, uh, says this is her favourite area. So, uh, favourite area. area. So, Area. <laughs> favourite era. Um, so all of them with a winking face, but she says, uh, definitely the eleventh hour. Uh, I'd also mm. suggest Pandora open slash the Big Bang, a good Ooh, man okay. goes to war, yeah. uh, the hungry earth slash cold blood, uh, impossible astronaut day of the moon, uh, the snowmen, which is also another favourite of mine. Um, but I felt like it was too obvious to say because we recently spoke about it on our Christmas episode. Rewatch. We did. Uh, and she also said the time of angels, flesh and stone. And then um, Giltzer, who's at, at Dennis Gill 10, says, 11th hour, Pandorica opens slash the Big Bang, A Christmas Carol, uh, and the Day of the Doctor. Mm. Um, and Thasmin I did think and, about Day of the Doctor, actually. But then I yeah, thought, I did too, but I felt like it, it's not solely a 11th Doctor, yeah, yeah. and it's, it's got a lot going on in it. And we can um, talk about that in another thing, which we're yeah, we could, we could do actually. Yeah. Multi-Doctor stories. Um, and then uh, yeah, Thasmin and, and um, Darwin's podcast uh, says Time of the Angels um, and I- Ian Clark says the same as everyone else basically I'll throw in an extra vote for Time of the Doctor uh, which has a few moments of squick yeah I, I, don't know I what, did think about that I like yeah, a few I'd moments quite, of what did he say squick uh, I'm going to need to know what squick is Ian um, is that a Scottish term Maybe, uh, but it's quite underappreciated with some deeply mm. poignant moments. Uh, not only I, I agree, bit, I'd love it. I love it to bits. Yeah, it's got. Some I didn't stuff the first there. time I watched it. Yeah, but every time I watched it since, I think it's it's an astonishing, astonishing no, the, episode. This I love is. It a lot. Uh, he says here not only is the regen essential mm. he also gets a new regen cycle but more importantly the stand he takes on that planet defending ordinary yeah. people for the rest of his natural life to find yeah. who the doctor is and um, 
Yeah, I, I think that's uh, in, entirely I would, I would agree with that. fair yeah. enough. Yeah. So um, yes, some uh, hopefully uh, people have enjoyed our bit of Eleventh um, Doctor waffling, loving. We did waffle tonight. a lot, didn't we? Did we waffle? We did. Yeah, oh, right. Right. Mostly okay. on topic. That's um, good. So yeah, well, let's do another uh, essential. I'm not mm, going to do that essential. anymore. Essential. <laughs> let's do another. What would you want to do? What, what what Doctor would you want to do next? Do you think? He's thinking about it now, dear listeners. Look at this it's face. Tick tock, tick tock, tick tock. You can see the steam coming out of his ears. I'd say, Wait, um, really, but go on. Yeah. Mm, I don't know. Why? Why don't we? Why don't we poll it? Should we put it to the masses? Let's, Let's do, it do now. that. I'll, I'll Let's tweet put it, it out now there. Whilst we're talking, so anyone oh, who's listening this. back to look this, at this, ladies and gentlemen. This is live interactivity right here. <laughs> what, what you're watching, is, Jeff furiously spattering, hammering on his keyboard. Look at him there, the tongue hanging out as he thinks very carefully about exactly what words he shall choose to use in his tweetings. Ha, 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 yes, indeed. Look at that, the face of concentration. I should bring it down a bit, shouldn't I? Yeah, take it and down. And finally, yeah. as Jeff stares into the screen, thinking about the words, trying to ignore... Okay. The Hope annoying bastard out. in his ear. <laughs> and he's done it. Has he done it? Yes, I believe he has. That is a success. The tweet is out. The it's audience not, not erupt. Yet. Everybody goes wild and crazy. So, no. I haven't tweeted it yet. Which doctor uh, should we list? Should we do modern? Or should we do too modern? And, and I don't too mind, mate. I don't mind. I don't mind whatever. Whatever. I don't care. Okay. Don't, just I'm, whatever. I'm just, whatever. I'm it's all go doctor with, in it. You know what I mean? I'm going to gonna go with uh, moderns for this one moderns right yeah yeah, yeah. whatever so whatever i'll uh, ping that out there we go just ping it out there mate so what are you waiting for you've done it have you done it yet you've done it what are you waiting for just ping it out mate i don't care i don't care whatever sorry uh we just had a tweet come in stop it from amy amy sorry amy at spencer tracy fan who says um 11th hour please blow the Girl Who Waited, The God Complex, The Pandora Open slash The Big Bang, Impossible Astronaut yeah. slash Day of the Moon, A Good Man Goes to War, Wedding of River Song, Angels Take Manhattan, Name of the Doctor, Day of the Doctor, Time of the Doctor. It's kind so of most of them, I'm isn't it? I'm going to say we've <laughs> just we covered a lot of those. We did some of them. As we mm. the episode. <laughs> so we've done. Thank you for that, Amy. Yeah, no, that's brilliant. I, I've <laughs> that's quite great. enjoyed this chat, actually. Jeff, yeah, it's, it's been, been a lot yeah, of good so, fun um, reminiscing. Over our to, um, essential Doctor Doctors. Yes, mm. I look forward to getting the poll votes in and tackling our yeah. next one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So on that Good note, stuff. we shall say ta-ra. Uh, Au revoir. And we'll see you uh, in another corner of the Hooniverse. Yes, time. another corner, wherever that might be. Yes, yes. thank you for watching. Thanks, everyone. Thank you for listening. Thank, thank for you listening. for interacting. See you next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.